Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Airstream Chronicles podcast. My name is Rich, and I'm the show host, and today is January 22nd of 2019. We're speeding through the first month of 2019. Boy, it's been hectic around here. If you're a regular listener, you already know that. So it's been a busy few weeks. We're all settled into the new place, and now my mind is turning back to the Airstream because I need to get it ready to hit the road in um, a little more than a week and a half, and I'll be out of town for a little while with that and working at a customer's location uh, south of me here in Arizona, so that should be a good time. So as always, Tuesdays are Tech Talk Tuesday, and today I wanted to talk about games on the road. Now, when I think of summertime camping, hanging out on the lake with my family back in New England, um, we too had camping games, usually Uno and uh, Trivial Pursuit and regular card games, and my meme and my aunt Den were big into cribbage. So there was a lot of gaming going on back in the 70s. Um, There were not video games. Um, Well, I suppose, was it at the end of the 70s? When did Pong come out? I can't remember that. Um, Boy, was that an innovation to hook up that little box to your black and white TV and sort of play a strange kind of tennis with blocks. So maybe the late 70s is when Pong was around. I'll have to look that up after. But um, today, as we've talked about in previous podcast podcast episodes, we travel with a lot of tech gear now. So we've got our iPhones and our Androids and our laptops um, and maybe even a desktop along with us. And games now on the road are very different and doable. So um, recently, I've actually I've never really done any real iPhone video games before, but a friend of mine suggested one that's actually free to play. I don't have to spend any money on it. And it's a fun little distraction here and there for 10 or 15 minutes. And so very, very easy to play. The graphics are very pretty and um, the game's a lot of fun. So if I was in the RV, if I was in the Airstream and I'm down at my client location, at the end of the day, I can in fact wrap up the day enjoying a video game on my iPhone or on my iPad or on my laptop or desktop. And it goes further than just that. So it's not just these mobile communication devices. We've also got all the different gaming platforms out there and of course uh, computer-based games as well, So which I've enjoyed all of. So I've, I've played video games um, huh? since probably the first... Uh, Windows system, so and especially since Windows 95, I of course have played video games through the years and enjoyed them. And um, well, let me give you one example. So, a couple we met several years ago who had just had a new solar system installed uh, by the same gentleman who did our solar setup. Uh, we decided to meet out in the open desert at Imperial Dam, which is a long term visitor area. Now, this couple, they were working from the road. The husband uh, was doing his tech job from the road, and so he needed internet connection, so a high-speed internet, like um, the 4G LTE that's available on our phones now. And uh, he needed a regular power supply, so he did have a very amazing solar system installed. He could actually run his air conditioner for hours off of that off of that solar system. Or he could run other devices like the two computers that he was using for work. 
and the two different gaming platforms for their three sons. So not only did they have a PlayStation, they also had an Xbox. So they had two video game stations that required two different TVs or monitors to play. And then we've got we've got dad with two computers and the three boys with two gaming boxes and two screens. And they were able to do it easily, parked in the middle of the desert with absolutely no power hookups whatsoever. And as a matter of fact, the system they set up was so good, they found themselves bleeding power purposefully sometimes just because they, they were producing excess power beyond what the battery bank could uh, hold on to. So they were very happily running all these devices, and their three sons were having a great time. Um, the sons weren't sitting inside their RV all day. They were out and about. Uh, one of the boys was big into uh, rock hounding, so he was looking for different rocks while they were there. Uh, they did go out and they enjoyed their hikes. But the end-of-the-day games, the end-of-the-day uh, family games that were the card games and Trivial Pursuit and, of course, Uno, you know, all of that back at the camp uh, when I was a kid, uh, it's, it's being replaced by, um, by the tech. Uh, is that good? Is that bad? I'm, I'm not going to make a judgment call on that, just so long as, you know, when you're traveling... You should really poke your head up and outside of your RV and see the amazing places that you've traveled to. So that's that's my piece of advice. But so it's very, very possible not only to enjoy gaming on the platforms and on the mobile devices, but with um, today's smaller, slimmer computers, you can actually bring along some of the heavier hitting games. So while we were visiting with that family down at uh, down at Imperial Dam, I had a game along with me as well. It was called Elite Dangerous, and it was a spaceship game. Once again, I said earlier, I grew up in the 70s. As a matter of fact, I remember the original Star Wars and seeing it in theaters, and I was five years old, coming up on six years old, when I saw that movie. And ever since that movie, I, of course, became a uh, space nerd. And uh, yeah, I'm still a tech nerd and a space nerd to this day. And this particular game, Elite Dangerous, actually allowed you to fly through our galaxy and um, visit any of the solar systems you wanted and actually fly a spaceship. So five-year-old me, when I learned of this game years ago, um, was beside himself. I can finally fly a spaceship. Because, hey, if you haven't noticed, I'm not a member of NASA. I know that NASA has used Airstreams previously uh, for their staging for astronauts, but even though I have an Airstream, I am not an astronaut. So, bummer. But in playing the game Elite Dangerous, I actually found an outlet where I could, in fact, pilot a spaceship. So I thought that was pretty darned awesome. And while we were visiting with our friends in Imperial Dam, I set up the computer one day. And I actually had a, um, a joystick and a thruster control. So it was a very realistic flight simulator. Um, a flight simulator in space. So I had the boys come over and check it out because they had showed me their uh, PlayStations and their Xboxes and all that they could do with their solar setups. So we broke out the uh, space sim game and ran that off of my solar setup as well, which is pretty amazing. So with the accessibility of portable power and the portable computing power that's out there, uh, being a video gamer while on the road is completely possible. So, you know, I've often said you can work from the road. Well, 
if you're a, if you're a hardcore gamer, you can game from the road too. So you um, you don't need a lot of space to set up a monitor and um, either your mouse or or some kind of control device. So next time that you're stuck in your RV and it's an extended rainy period, because that does happen, and that's when you go stir crazy in RVs. But if that happens again, consider maybe trying out some of these new games, whether it's on a mobile device like your Android or an iPad or you know a Surface, whatever it might be. There are games out there, and that way when you're not able to enjoy the location that you're at, you can still have a little fun. And of course, a lot of these games can do multiplayer as well, and so that means that you can involve family members. Now, I'm sure some people listening to this are going, don't encourage people to do this, Rich. I, I understand what you're saying, but you know, as a guy who was a full-time RVer for over a decade, um, when we'd get really bad weather and it would be consistent bad weather for an extended period of time, and you're stuck in 200 square feet of space, you start getting a little stir-crazy and you need to find something to do. And walking around the local mall isn't that interesting since uh, there's barely any stores in it. So you've got to find something to do to take your mind off the fact that you're in a very, very small space. And, you know, if there are other people in there with you, you're probably climbing over each other. And you can get super stir-crazy super fast. So, hey, maybe mobile gaming is for you. So if you're a gamer and you're also an RVer and you're into travel, get in touch. Drop me a note at rich at rlcdesign.net. And I'd love to talk to you about your mobile gaming experience and what it brings to your travels. Does it interfere with your travel? Does it add to your travel? Is it just a distraction? Or is it part of um, your experience now, RVing and camping? I don't know. I don't know if anyone's ever asked this question. So uh, I'm putting the question out there, and I'd love to hear from you. All right, everyone, I need to get the day rolling because... While it's Tech Talk Tuesday, it's also Tech Day for me. I've still got more work to do for clients. And I have to start getting everything packed up and prepped for leaving next week so that we can get going on the new client projects. By the way, if you want to see some of the video from what's coming up, I would suggest popping over to YouTube and just looking up Rich Sharpentier. And you will find my YouTube channel as well, which is growing. So... For all of you who are on this podcast channel and members of the YouTube channel, thanks for following along in both locations. As always, the intro and exit music is licensed through soundstripe.com, and there's a link down in the show notes to Soundstripe's website. And finally, at the wrap-up of this podcast, there's a message from our sponsor, and that's flipboard.com, so stay tuned and see if flipboard.com might add to your day. All right, we'll see everyone tomorrow.